it's time to take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. Welcome, happy Friday, everybody in karma listening mode. I am so happy to welcome you back to another wonderful, glorious day here in Northeast Ohio. It has definitely become fall around here for sure, which a lot of people like and a lot of people don't like. So I'm going to join the bandwagon of people that like fall because why not? This is where I live. And so I hope you can ground into the energy of wherever you are and take a moment to just be thankful for whatever (laughs) the external world is providing to you because we should just be happy, right? We should all just be happy. But in this energy that's going on right now, it's a little difficult, I must say. And um, let's see, I've been uh, a bit scattered this morning, but so excited because there is just so much that I want to talk with about you here on our Friday chats. So grab your coffee, grab your tea and a pen and paper. I'm going to give you some work to do today um, and and want to help transition everybody through whatever's going on, because I know everybody's having something right now. I mean, that's the human experience, right? We're always dealing with something. It's just depending on how, how clear or conscious we are to, to the pattern or what we're experiencing kind of dictates the level at which we experience it at. But uh, right now, as all of our wonderful star watchers, all of the wonderful astrologers out there are predicting we are in like the pinnacle of a transition time here as humans. And I always chuckle and laugh about this because, um, you know, uh, whatever you want to call them, visionaries, prophets, uh, seekers, anybody with a message, you know, they're always standing at the top of the mountain, my reference. They're always standing at the top of the mountain, yelling to everybody down at the bottom of the mountain saying, now's the time you have to do this now. Everything's shifting so quickly. And I always laugh and chuckle when people say that because um, I always think they're just projecting what they're experiencing. The higher you get up on that mountaintop, the quicker, the faster, the clearer you see everything transitioning. Um, so, you know, I, I put only so much credence into that message that that a lot of these visionaries and, and, and kind of prophets of our time um, kind of say to us, but... In that, there is some interesting stuff that our world is shifting through, and this is uh, astrologically um, what was triggered or transitioned back in 2012, right? The whole Mayan calendar thing and um, (laughs) the chicken little, the world is ending, the sky is falling, right? So back in 2012, when we were shifting out of that um, 26,000-year cycle of the Mayan calendar... Um, and we didn't really know uh, what what was um, going to befall humanities uh, since this was kind of the spiritual outlook, right, or the metaphysical outlook. What what happens? Why would the Mayans only have recorded up to that date in December 2012? And um, and so a lot of um, a lot of the conscious community um, was kind of uh, straddling 
as we always say, straddling the different timelines. Like, are we are we going to be transitioning? Is there going to be a big breakthrough? Is this kind of the end of a end of a energy as we know it? And yes, to all of those things. Um, but what we uh, in in reflection, what we had come to understand is that it was the um, kind of again pinnacle point of of the path splitting for humanity and we could continue on the same path that we had been going and that many other cultures had experienced and um and kind of move into a self-destructive uh arena or we could choose a different path the the new path the elevated path and it seems uh, it doesn't seem we have chosen the other path, the enlightened, the uh, the higher frequency path. And in this, um, there is a really interesting kind of countdown timeline that uh, I believe, and I'm so not the astrologer here, so I'm just trying to regurgitate some of the wise star people's explanation of this um, in the best way that I can. I'm an experiencer as I've so recently uh, understood the the definition of my path, my purpose. But um, and so I I can feel into these things. But to have the actual um, like star, you know, astrologers and how they read what's happening um, all around us, uh, it's a bit different. So uh, what I understand is that we've um, transitioned through a few kind of got cosmic gateways. Um, um, since 2012 and we are aligning ourselves to this really phenomenal but crazy time space that's supposed to happen supposed to trigger here this November of 2018 and I think lead us through into 2022 or something um, I'm not 100% sure how all of this is working out. You can probably YouTube any. Oh, uh, Serious Joy is a great, if you type in Serious, like the um, S-I-R-I-U-S, J-O-Y. He's a phenomenal um, astrologer that um, explains this a lot better than I am right now. I'm just trying to tap us into this energy to move forward. Um, but uh, there's this really big shift and in, in everything's kind of happening now and we're all being asked to go inward and once again establish who we are before we move forward. And so what happens in these times of shift is we, have, we either um, choose to kind of update, upgrade, <laughs> the software that we're working with currently, which is everything we're bringing to the table in this shift, we choose to update ourselves, upgrade ourselves and transition into the new energy in a new way, um, completely kind of vulnerable and ready to take on the next aspect of growing this conscious com- this consciousness um, here. Or we choose to stay in our current energy our current vibration and repeat what we have been doing for the past however long the cycle is and so I believe we're um coming out of an eight year oh where are we uh 2012 to tw- uh, what is that uh, 2020 I don't know so I don't know if it's an eight-year cycle I'm not sure but we're coming out of a very long cycle of a pattern um, and there's a few a few planets that have been triggered and I think a, a few months ago or at the beginning of this year one of those um, 
not even the beginning of the year, maybe back in June, one of those planets went direct that was an, a trigger of an eight-year cycle. And we have another one going direct that we were in another like eight-year cycle with or something crazy. Um, try not to repeat this because I don't know how accurate all my cycles and years are. But I know we've been coming out of a very long holding period. And this is the pattern that we are being asked to release to now step into this next iteration of me, Genesee Roy, of you, <laughs> implant's name here, right? And so this is the time space, and we are in like the 11th hour moving into this. And so everything right now, and I ask you to just kind of be self-reflective and, and feel into your life as it is at, as it has been kind of um, moving through this past summer and now moving into fall <laughs> if you're here with us in North America um, I know we have worldwide listeners so you know over the past few months uh, what are some of those big big patterns big contentious points that keep triggering you right and so a lot of this for the conscious community is about bringing up um, the fear, the fear in that, and I'm going to go to archetypes here. So, um, if, no, uh, so I'll just stick with fear for a moment. I'll go deeper here in a minute. But um, we're being triggered by these um, old patterns of the person we were leading up into this point again, because we're being asked to change ourselves, go through that. Uh, chrysalis to butterfly transformation yet again in life and trust that it's going to take us to the next level of experience that we're all supposed to be in and this is like that blind faith trust that we continually have to have and move forward with just understanding that if I stay resonant with myself if I if this is the time that I can 100% understand who I am and then move forward with that that everything's going to align to me so I am diving into this this morning because um, a good friend texted me this morning I don't even know what time Oh, it's 11.11. I just clicked on my clock. Um, so let's see. She texted me this morning and um, with a 8.05, she texted me and asked um, asked for me to do a private reading for her. Um, she's getting triggered by fear and, and she's feeling very aligned to something that's been coming through her field over the past year, um, year and a half. And she's been in such resonance and playing and, and being so creative and having so much fun with this uh, divine download, as we've talked about before on this show, this uh, moment of inspiration that came through in her field and triggered her and she grabbed onto it and actually started to play with it and manifest it into her reality. And so she's been doing this over the past year um, with this information that came through her field and felt really good for her to co-create here in this uh, earth plane, right? And, um, and so she's been having so much fun with this, but it's now at the point where things are getting real and um, she's getting triggered with so much fear about how this is going to change her life, what it's going to look like. She doesn't, she can't 
she doesn't even know. It's so big that she doesn't know how this is going to change her life. And she's being triggered by all these feelings of fear in moving forward where um, if if I choose to do this, how's it going to affect me? How's it going to affect my relationships? How's it going to affect my family? How's it going to affect the reality that I've already created, you know? And this is the kind of energy that's coming in for most everybody. Um, and whatever that divine download has been that you've been getting over the past year, and I'm asking you to look into the patterns. So these would be the thought processes, that one consistent thing that has been knocking on your mental doorway over and over and over and over and over, and you dream about it, and you wake up about it, and you it's the thing that stresses you. It's the thing that when you're left alone for 10 minutes inside your own thoughts, that you start questioning in that kind of hamster wheel loop that you go through day in, day out. It's the one consistent thing that's been on your mind over the past year. So I ask you to look into this. And so I'm going to go through some of the human things. So, of course, there could be something that you're supposed to be co-creating, something you're supposed to be manifesting here into this world that hasn't yet been manifest, whether it's you being a life coach or you bringing some new energy here or it's you creating a new business that hasn't been done yet, something that taps into your gifts or talents. This could also be some kind of pattern that's triggering you here in the very physical low self realms. I'm not saying that you're low self, but saying that it's something triggering here about you and your family. Um, Are you still supposed to be with this family? You in a relationship? Or are you supposed to start a family? Are you supposed to adopt? Are you supposed to um, get a pet. <laughs> you know? Are you supposed to move? Has this been, you know, foundational? Have you questioned your house and have you not felt at home in your house for a year? And you continue to have that little door knock in your head that goes, am I really supposed to be here? Is this, am I supposed to be living in Ohio? Holy crap. Winter is coming, right? Winter is coming. Another one. Am I supposed to be here? And so it's that that repetitive thought that's been knocking at that mental gateway over and over that you entertain and then brush under the carpet and you entertain and then you shove into the closet. You entertain and then you push it away and it comes in through dream state and really weird dreams that you're enacting, right? And so it could be your one-on-one relationships. Am I supposed to, I'm engaged to this person, but oh my God, I don't feel like we're connected, you know, Um, and you're questioning your partnerships or a friend who's been a complete irritant and, and over the past year has been getting more self-serving, more righteous, more um, demanding, more egotistical. And their their archetypes that they're playing out are flailing up. And it's almost like you look at this person and you go, who are you? M- maybe it's something with that. Maybe it's community. Who knows what it is? But there's something that's been going on that I'm asking you to get very present with because this is the energy that If you don't make a decision (laughs) and a serious joy, Christopher Watecki, who does astrology, phenomenal guy, makes makes the astrology reading so much fun and so relatable, way better than me. Um, (laughs) I couldn't even name, I don't even know, I couldn't even name the 12 houses that supposedly our planets transit through. So he talks about this November being the Game of Thrones and and that we all have to take (laughs) it's he says, are you going to be are you going to be in the game or are you going to be one of the characters that gets 
killed off or put on the side or that's watching from the stands. So basically in this new shift, and and don't get me wrong, we're constantly shifting. There's always an opportunity. There's always another gateway. There's always another um, shift of consciousness. So don't don't get me wrong. It's not like do it now or, or suffer the human reality for the rest of your existence. It's not it at all. It's just this is another amazing gateway that we're getting ready to step into that we're getting ready to walk through. And so um, when the collective and that's the big, I think, component to this gateway that's going to be presenting itself in November to all humanity um, that there is a collective aspect to this that um, is so powerful, and um, when in positive, when in human terms, positive for us. Um, so, because this is kind of a like a up level or an ability to raise our consciousness to step into more of our power, more of our authenticity, um, that to me is positive. There are times when the collective conscious can really hurt us because we've labeled certain aspects of our reality to be negative for us and that's a collective engagement and so now anytime I go to drink coffee I have to deal with the collective agreements that a caffeine stimulant to my body could hurt it right? and could could hurt my heart or could do whatever and so me being authentic and and saying I just want coffee because I love coffee right and I just want to enjoy a cup of coffee and how it connects me into a grounded awareness moment right and it's a pleasure for me in as an authentic spiritual being or somebody who smokes a cigarette right I always do this comparison with cigarettes because um, you look at any of the um, shaman from Peru and they're smoking cigarettes like it's going out of style and they have a they have an authentic connection to smoking that it purifies the aura and it purifies the energy body and it it helps to um, uh, repel negativity or density right and so they smoke with that alignment and I <laughs> this is hilarious I drink coffee with that alignment right I drink coffee because I love that I get it it puts me in this full body relaxation and acceptance and it grounds me into a moment and it gets me excited about working or whatever I'm gonna <laughs> start to do but when we have a collective conscious that's attached to coffee that says here in uh, North America with western medicine or whatever the new trend is right that ooh, when we drink too much coffee it's going to do x y and z to our uh, our autoimmune system and blah 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 add disclaimer here whatever and so and then this becomes mainstream and then the entire collective of humanity starts putting energy and credence into this uh, concept that coffee is bad for us into the concept that smoking is bad for us and don't get me wrong <laughs> I'm not an advocate here for smoking I don't smoke not that it matters but um, it's just one of these collective agreements that takes us out of feeling into our own body day in and day out when we buy into collective agreements we now have an entire population of people that have a belief system that believe coffee is bad, smoking is bad, whatever. And so when we run that through our own energy body, if you go to grab a cup of coffee and decide to drink it, if you're not in alignment to the fact of how coffee is resonating with you at the most internal level, 
then you will drink coffee and you will might shame yourself for drinking coffee. You might feel guilt for drinking coffee. You might run these collective programs through your body and have to try and figure out what's a part of the collective and what's a part of me. And so I say all of this, going back to the original statement, because right now in this November shift, um, the astrologers are saying that this is happening on a worldwide collective basis, which is huge. So the fact that there is this opportunity to shift and up-level ourselves more to um, align to the authenticity of ourselves and our divine um, our divine origin or that, 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 um, total soul wisdom of who you are and why you incarnated here as a human. Um, so in that the collective has this arrangement that this time in November is this time to make this shift. So here, this is a positive when we collectively (laughs) make arrangements and beliefs around certain things with positive or negative, um, like I was expressing with coffee or smoking, when we have to deal with that collective, you can see how powerful those collective arrangements can resonate with us. So in this sense, same thing. So we have this huge collective agreement that this is a time for shift. This is a time to step more into our own authenticity. So the fact that everybody's doing this at the same time, and Christopher talks about this so well, I think if you go back to, I'm going to take a guess here, September 6th, I think was his YouTube that, um, that really explained this very well. Um, and if you go and look at that, it'll kind of uh, give you some of the baseline for what's happening in November. But Um, this whole collective because it's there number one there's a ton of energy for everybody to make this shift number two it means collectively everybody is making the shift and so everybody right now is really trying to figure out and again this depends on I'm going to use a dumb word here consciousness level right but at what level they are aware of how they are interacting with all of humanity so it could be on a very um, individual, um, self-transformational level. We're going to say low self, right? This could be more in the unity body where we're letting go of who we are as a singular being and stepping more into how we're here to serve humanity, right? So we can all be doing this through different levels and layers and it doesn't matter where you are, how you're doing it. It just matters that you understand that this is what's happening and this is what you're doing right now. And so you have every potential at this exact moment in time to make a huge change, to make a huge shift that is going to be in the betterment of you. So now I ask you to go back to what we were talking about in the very beginning. What is that repetitive thought? What is that repetitive program that keeps knocking on your mental door that you keep kind of sweeping under the rug, putting into the closet that you're saying, get back into my subconscious reality. I don't want to deal with you yet, (laughs) right? So this is what's happening. So back to my friend at 805 this morning, she sends this text through. And and what I have learned over these this past month, um, and those of you who have been karma listeners with me for a while now know a little bit about my story. But those of you who don't, hello, my name is Genesee. And here's a little background on me. So <laughs> in June of this year, I left a 12-year career. Um, 
12 years in one place. It's been much longer than that. Uh, I shouldn't say much longer. I'm only 35. Uh, so it's been longer than that. I've been, I was born into the spa industry, as I say, and, um, my, I had jobs and then I stepped into my career, which was, um, being of service in the health and wellness and spa industry. And just very recently I had a job here in Ohio running a beautiful resort spa, for the past 12 years and, um, and came to a point in my own divinity where I realized I can no longer be, uh, connected to a career. Um, I have to, uh, I have to, um, follow a purpose and, and it's not, not as if I went out seeking, this was a purpose that was knocking on my mental door and I had tried to put, I had tried to, I had tried to um, pass this this intuitive knowing, this knock on my mental door off onto everybody else. <laughs> so what happened was I started connecting at the beginning of this year, January 2018, with um, a divine collective. So these are beings that started to come into my um, my my energy body uh, through meditation, through expressions that I was having outwardly, and how I was changing some of my personality. Um, and I, I started working with this divine goddess collective. Right. And so, um, so I started changing a lot of the things about my, about my outward appearance, which was a really funny way that they were getting my attention, but through meditation and, um, and other ways, these divine, this divine goddess collective was coming in and, um, and starting to work with me. And so of course I've had a long process of, uh, discovering myself, um, uh, discovering myself through years and years of meditation practice. I would say I'm clairvoyant. I see behind closed eyes. I can see, um, images and I can remote view and astral project a topic for another day. And so basically at the beginning of the year, this divine collective came through, which, uh, was a goddess collective and kept giving me information and downloading moments of passion and creativity and inspiration where I was being guided that I needed to go start teaching young girls, uh, mind, body, spirit connection. And that it was my turn, <laughs> my turn to, uh, start to do this work with the young, with young girls in our, um, community. And so I got this, uh, and I, I brought through exact business models and how to create a after school yoga program that would teach mind body mentorship and entrepreneurialism and all these beautiful things to young girls, empowerment, all of these really beautiful things. And I started talking to my yoga friends and saying, Hey, you should do this. This is, Hey, look, I have a, a basically copy and paste business plan. Go do it. It's so amazing. You should go inspire young women. You're so good at it. And I started trying to project this onto everybody outside of myself, thinking that I was bringing through this information for somebody else and not really completely aware that it was supposed to be me that was doing it. And so finally, after a few months of, of projecting it onto other people and thinking, you know, what I was bringing through in my own divine download and on my own mental center was for somebody else. Um, daily I would wake up and I, I couldn't even move or, or, or engage in, in my work life anymore. The spa career, it was becoming so slow. That timeline was, it was like I was running through tar daily doing my nine to five job because it was so out of alignment to what I was supposed to be doing. And so finally in June, 
It only took me six months, guys. Finally, in June, I said, okay, that's it. I understand. I woke up and I was like, I completely understand. I have no clue how this is going to support me as a human and and support me financially, support me and my family and support anything else I could even I couldn't even see past the the point of quitting a job that had supported me and and financially and and given me everything I needed for 12 years. Um, I couldn't even see past quitting that job and how starting this brand new entrepreneurial uh, 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 passion, right, um, would serve me. um, But I couldn't move past not doing it. And it was as if I couldn't take a breath without knowing that this was a part of my purpose and that I had to do it. And so I had my, like I always say, the knees to the ground moment and I... I knew and trusted and believed completely that if I followed this this intuitive guidance that I would be served well. And I had no clue how I was going to be served well. I just trusted in myself authentically. I trusted in the inspiration I was receiving authentically. I trusted in everything. And I'm not going to tell you I haven't had psychotic breaks <laughs> in between June and now where um, like my friend who texted at 8.05 and this is full circle here, um, how we're getting triggered to release a lot of this fear-based programming that says we are not good enough, that triggers these internal archetypes of the inner child, the inner child that comes up inside of you and says, you're not good enough. You're not, you know, um, you've never done this before. What if people see through you? I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not educated enough. I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not whatever. I need protection. The inner child, anything an inner child would kind of bring up within us to, um, to trigger us to review more fully ah, what we had stepped into. And so there's not been moments, I can tell you, um, where I haven't dealt with these things. The, the internal saboteur who comes up and tries to um, say certain things internally to you to um, sabotage what you're creating and get you to run back, retreat back to something that's patterned, that is controllable, that is expected. And so anytime you make these big life shifts, right, and follow the intuitive guidance that knock on the internal mental door, we'll call it the attic, right? The creepy attic door. <laughs> you're terrified to open because you have no clue what's going to come through and how it's going to change your reality. And so when that when that came through for me, it it came through for six months, like I explained, um, very slowly at first, just through um, lots of inspirational kind of um, ideas. And um, I could see clearly how I was supposed to or how somebody was supposed to start this program, what it entailed, you know, how it would go national and all this stuff. Right. I could see big picture exactly um, the who, what, where, when, why, and how to get this done. Yet, um, it was terrifying to think that I was going to have to be the one to do it. And so that was me, but this can be coming through again for everybody in whatever way, if it's connecting to your human self, right? Again, like me, it was foundational. It was, um, it was career and it was foundation. It was what supported me as a human, Right. I still have no clue how I'm going to be supported as a human, but I trust. I trust completely that everything I need is going to be there when I need it. And so 
for you. It could be it could be home. It could be relocating. Do you not feel connected to the land you're on right now? This is huge. This is such a big one. And people don't realize that if you're feeling these things and you avoid it naturally, we're all supposed to be in we will all be in the right place at the right time. And so in saying that, if you disregard those those mental knocks on the door that are telling you, you know, this doesn't feel right. This house doesn't feel right. This landscape doesn't feel right. You start getting allergies, severe allergies, right? Because you no longer fit within the landscape of where you are living, right? The body is so good at processing those subconscious things into physical manifestations of illness to show you exactly what's going on. So um, diabetes, right? Sweetness in life and, and accepting the sweetness of life, um, gaining weight, right? Uh, that's a protection from the people in our life. It's, it's a physical block to not have to have people too close to you, right? And physical, that, that physical connection with the people close to you in life, like all these things, everything's manifesting. Look at any, um, if that interests you more, if you're dealing with some kind of illness or physical response, go, go spiritual Google search, uh, any kind of, um, uh, uh, what do they call themselves? Uh, oh shoot. That just left my head. Medical intuition. So medical intuitives, uh, I'm sure there's some kind of dictionary online. If you type in, I am suffering from allergies, then a medical intuitives interpretation of allergies is legit a disconnect from your physical environment, right? You're now being irritated by the nature of where you live. <laughs> so like, it's usually so black and white if you just boil it down, but we get so stuck in our problems and so stuck in our stuff sometimes it's hard to see or we just distrust we distrust those intuitive knowings the more and more you sweep it under the rug shove it into the closet um, push it into the subconscious the more you shove those things from your fields that are coming through to help you realign to your most authentic self the more you push them away the more they're going to manifest um, in other arenas of your life and shift you as talking about um, needing to move, right? If, if it's your time and you need to move and you've pushed that thought out of your mind because you don't know how, you don't know where you're supposed to be, you don't know where you're supposed to go, it's just too much to process leaving the place you grew up in and you've been living for the past 40 years or whatever your excuse is, yet that knock on the door keeps saying, we got to get out of here. Ohio is no longer the state for us. I have no clue where it's supposed to be, but I know it's supposed to be warm. Whatever the, whatever the mental thought process is, right? So whatever you've been sweeping under the rug, um, it's going to, like I said, right place, right time. And, and this year, 2018, it's all coming to a head in November. So the goal right now is to figure out what that pattern is that you've been ignoring figure out <laughs> what, uh, and this is hard because if we've been ignoring a pattern for a long time, um, and, and putting it into our subconscious and not engaging with it in an authentic way, we are going to distrust most everything, um, about that pattern, right? Because we've ignored it for so long that we don't even know what is authentic anymore. We don't know what, uh, 
what the right answer is. And this is where people get so confused. The more you push things away from dealing with it, right? Um, The more as it comes up to be dealt with, (laughs) the more we kind of freeze um, in confusion because we don't even know what path to take anymore. And um, like I said at the very top of the show, welcome to Karma Radio. (laughs) We are right now at this point as a collective where we are being given this option to move down one of either of these two paths being presented to us. We can move down the path on the left, no coincidence, where we are repeating patterns and going to basically live out another cycle um, where we are kind of dealing with and in our pattern or we can move down the path on the right, which is going to shift us collectively. And it only takes about 30% of the, of the, human consciousness to make a huge shift for everybody too. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That's kind of a tangent. But um, basically, the more of us that go down the right, (laughs) the right path, (laughs) path on the right and up level ourselves, get out of our trauma, get out of our patterns, make a choice that is going to be terrifying because you have no clue what to expect. And all you know is that you can't live the path on the right anymore no, excuse me, the left on that anymore. All you know is that if I if I continue walking the path on the left and the same path, the path I've walked every day for the past eight years or whatever it is, um, the more I walk that path, the more I know I'm just going to lose myself even more and not feel like I'm actually living, right? So all we have to know is that we're willing to be vulnerable and open to something new and something we haven't tried before. So another part of this collective energy that's coming through is all about, number one, establishing you, the boundaries of you, tapping more fully into who you are authentically. And then through that, we're playing out this in a dynamic of relationships, which is so interesting to me because this is the the manifestation flow through our chakras to actually manifest something new into our lives. So what happens in a downward flow, manifestation flow, is we get this idea, this download into our field through our crown chakra, and then it hits our third eye chakra, which is the mental field where we can process it. Then the throat chakra starts to interview the thought process and decides, are we going to actually bring this into co-creation in this physical reality The throat chakra then drops it into the heart chakra. The heart chakra feels into it, right? Expands the energy body, the emotional body into it and starts to get in resonance with whatever this divine download is that's come through our crown chakra. We feel into it through the heart chakra and then it starts to identify with us in the solar plexus chakra and we start to align whatever this higher spiritual construct is and we start to see how us as a singular human can take that whatever that download was and bring it fully in connection to us as a unique individual and manifest it here into this physical reality. Then it drops into the solar plex, excuse me, sacral chakra And then we start to actually pull in the allies, the energies that are going to connect to it, the relationships. We also then test our relationships to see if our environment is ready for this to manifest. This is where we lose people we love. This is where we gain new people, new partnerships. And then root chakra, it manifests. And this is how energy, divine energy, 
And when I say divine energy, I'm speaking directly to you and what your purpose is here on earth, why you chose to be birthed at this time in this place with all of your divine unique gifts and talents and what that embodies through you, with you, by you, so you can create something new for all of us other people to play with, right? So how boring would it be if we were still Neanderthal man and just had sticks and fire, right? For our entire incarnational cycle up into this point. What if nobody had a unique, new, different, exciting, completely out of the box idea? It would be sticks, sticks and maybe fire if we were lucky. If that one person saw the lightning bolt hit the leaves, right? And so how do we continue to live in this in this fabric of reality in connection to ourselves, meaning doing consciously what aligns to us every minute of every day and trust that that is going to be the path that continues to unfold, that continues to bring into our reality things that are connected to us on such a deep, fulfilling level. And the scary thing is, the scary thing is, you have to have complete blind trust in that because anytime you create something new out of the box, different, something that hasn't been before, right? Part of your life purpose, the reason why you're here, the more you do that, the more you have to be completely open and vulnerable to like shifting and changing constantly, right? And to adjusting. If you look at if you look at the version of you that you don't want to continue any further, it's the person that and I constantly say this, and it's not a bad thing if uh, I'm going to use the clock in clock out example here of life. I don't want you to think having a nine to five job is bad. It can be completely supportive to what you're supposed to do and co-create and exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, So don't take that for what I'm about to say. But if you're constantly just waking up and like it's hard for you to wake up and then you get dressed, clock into work and kind of unconscious going through work, not inspired, not, you know, just doing what somebody tells you to do, clock out, and then basically go home, repeat the exact same patterns that you did the day before. You are living a very unconscious life. You are living a pattern. You are living a routine, which routine can be good and bad, but for whatever reason, the word routine has been so um, annoying to me lately. We'll get into that in a minute. (laughs) And so basically, this is what we're looking at. Stop creating something that's already been done. It's not the time anymore. And what's happening is we're in this downward manifestation flow cycle where we right now are being asked to create boundaries, to create realities that aligned to who we are authentically. And I know that is so hard, so hard for so many people to wrap their brains around because you haven't been self-serving in a long time. You haven't listened to your own needs. Maybe you have a family. Maybe you run an office. Maybe you have expectations put on you that have become so burdensome that you haven't taken time for yourself. You haven't 
changed your routine. You feel locked into a place of only having so much time to live. And during that time, you can't serve yourself in your highest good and figure out who you are and and pursue your passions, right? And so that's what I'm here to tell you today. It only took me 45 minutes to get here. So um, what came through today when I read my friend, and you can all send her, I want you all right now, anybody who's listening who is going to benefit from this information, send love and gratitude from your heart to this woman. (laughs) She deserves it because her engagement this morning helped me tap into what we all need to do for ourselves before November hits. So um, her high self brought this through and it's such an easy, such an easy thing. Um, But we just get so so in our routines, there's that word again, that we don't step out of the box, which means we have no clue how to understand if we're serving ourselves and which is good in this instance. (laughs) If we're listening to our authentic self, if we are living our highest purpose and we don't know if we're doing that or if we're just in a routine, right? Because this is the hard part about this whole concept today. Am I walking down the right path, right? This is what we all question. And the only way to know if you're walking down the right path is to be able to feel it and to be able to know that I can no longer wake up in the morning and take a step down the path on the left, (laughs) the dense path, the patterned path, the routined path that doesn't elevate me at all. I can no longer walk down that path. And the only way to know that is to know if if you're in complete alignment to your purpose, to what you're here to create, right? To where you're supposed to be. So what you're going to do, and I use a pendulum, um, and I know a lot of people have, there's a huge collective construct around a pendulum. People have a very hard time um, picking up a pendulum because there's so many like, Uh, negative attachments in the collective to what a pendulum does and what kind of negative entities it might pull in. And um, if you research, uh, oh, geez, I have tons of information on this. I'm actually creating a course on this. So, okay, so if you go to my website, um, genesee.com, or if you already have the app, which is a free download app, the name is actually going to be changing here soon, but right now it's still called Chakra Deck. And it's an app in Apple or Android uh, stores or wherever you get your apps. Um, You can download that and there's information. I think right now if you go under um, learn and then go under tools and then under crystal grids, um, because it's still free right now, I'm actually creating a course all around this information, um, which it will be a charge soon. So go get it now. Um, So if you go under learn tools, and then uh, Crystal Grids. It talks all about radionics. It talks about photonic stone layouts. It talks about pendulums and dowsing. And um, the spooky cat that Einstein talked about, or well, I think they've recently named it the spooky cat, but he talks about the spooky atoms, right? So lots of science behind it, even though they can't prove it yet because it's one of those amazing uh, uh, divine things. So... um, using a pendulum. So a pendulum is really just reading your subconscious 
everything you've pulled, pushed into your energy bodies, your, your, uh, and it is an expression of yourself. So people get really scared and like try and not move their hand when they're using a pendulum. And I'm going to give you a way to do this with muscle testing. So if you're really terrified of using a pendulum or if you know you're somebody who's been collectively imprinted by the negative aspects of a pendulum, don't even try it. You're going to just trip yourself out and not get, you're going to distrust in the answers you get. But those of you who are on the fence or okay using a pendulum, I suggest using a pendulum to do this. Um, and those who aren't, um, you can muscle test. It's going to take a lot longer, um, but you can use a weight and muscle testing is a really phenomenal way to get um, in touch with the um, the uh, kind of subconscious, what's going on inside the body. Again, when you're dis in distrust of the intuitive guidance that comes through instantly, bam, 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 when you ask a question, it gives you a yes or a no or it gives you, you know, answers when you ask questions. Um, so if you're out of alignment to just your internal process, muscle testing or using a pendulum is really helpful. So muscle testing and all today, again, on my website under the daily guidance or no, it's under karma radio. If you go to listen on my website, genesee.com, J E N E S S E E.com. And then, um, under listen, you'll find karma and you'll find the episodes once they get uploaded, which it'll take a few days. Um, I'll, with this episode, I'll post a video on how to muscle test. Um, but you can use like a three pound. So I'm a little, little person. So like a three pound weight is like a lot to hold out because you want to extend your arm out like a T. So if you were to put both of your arms out in a T shape, um, this is what you're going to do just with one arm. Uh, your, oh, I don't know if it's your dominant or non-dominant. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's a better one. So maybe research that, but, um, you're going to hold the weight in your hands. So three pounds, I guess if you're small, maybe five pounds, if you're bigger or mus muscular, and so you're going to hold that weight out in your hand and then you're going to ask questions. And so you got to get a baseline first so you can see. Then you say, my name is Genesee. And then holding that weight out completely um, parallel to the ground, right, in that T-shape, you're going to say, my name is Genesee. And you lift the weight and it should be easy for you to lift the weight up like past your head. And then if you say, my name is Bob and try and lift the weight up, it should be really heavy and you should only get like an inch or two. And if it's really easy to lift that weight, that arm up, then get a heavier weight. So you want to make sure you're in kind of perfect weight balance where you're not straining to hold the weight up um, and that it's not just too easy for you to just naturally lift it up. So this is muscle testing. So you'll get yes or no answers, just like a pendulum, um, but it's very uh, clear. Muscle testing is really easy. It's just a harder, <laughs> it's a workout. Hey, it can be your workout. So next, what I want you to do um, is we're all going to get our daily schedule. And so this is what we're going to do. So through muscle testing or pendulum dowsing, I want you to ask a question of, of um, so we're trying to get a schedule. We're trying to discover our authentic alignment and where we should be spending our time, how we should be spending our time. Um, and by doing this, we will realign ourselves to an authentic process that is going to uncover a lot of these patterns and programs that we've been getting ourselves trapped into. So we're basically going to figure out on a 24-hour day, 
how we need to schedule ourselves. And so in this, what I want you to do is um, ask how many different activities your day is going to focus around. And so this is a general thing. So if it says you're going to ask, okay, one. And so when you douse, um, there's a really easy way to um, douse for numbers on your fingers. Oh, geez, I'm going too deep. So you can just ask. So um, is there one thing I need to focus on? It'll say yes or no through muscle testing, right? Am I focusing on one thing? If you're doing the weight in your hand, am I focusing on one thing during the day? And it'll either give you a yes, really easy to lift, or a no, which is hard to lift. Or pendulum dowsing, very easy for yes or no. And then um, you're going to find out the number of things you're scheduling. So let me give you an idea. And so then once you get the number, if it says, okay, there's six things you need to organize your time around, right? And find a percentage of how much you should be focusing on each of these things. So number one, it would be like family, family time, right? Number two might be your one-on-one relationships. Number three might be your work, right? Number four might be um, sleep. How much time should I be sleeping, right? We need to know if we're in resonance with our divine order or if we're out of resonance. If you're only sleeping four hours a night, I'm talking to myself, (laughs) and you should be sleeping 10, you are out of resonance. So everything you do the next day after you sleep, you're basically out of resonance because your body's so out of alignment to its natural order, right? So we're trying to bring all of our energy, all of our awareness back into this center point, back into this origin point. And then once we do this and get ourselves kind of realigned over the next two weeks, week or two, um, by living to, to this schedule, then we will start to expand and that knock on the door as it comes in will be more clear. We will have more trust. We'll be more aware as it comes in. And then we can muscle test to see, you know, what we're, what we're supposed to be doing with the new information that's coming in once we get ourselves back in order. So right now, this time, this space is all about getting yourself in order, establishing boundaries for yourself so that you can move forward in a healthy way come November when, as uh, Christopher says, the Game of Thrones starts. <laughs> so um, other other aspects that could be coming in. So if um, if you are somebody... If, if one of those things that's been coming through in your field has been, I need to donate my time. I feel so self-serving right now. And I want, if you've been thinking about donating your time to an old folks home, right? And going and playing games, or if you've been at work too much and it's about family, right? Or if it's, if it's like eating out or weight, right? Is it working out? Is it meditation? Is it so many things. So the general here that most likely is going to come through for everybody is going to be you want to do your sleep, gauge your sleep, and then you're going to want to see how much time you should be focused with family, with relationships, no doubt those three things. And the difference between family, um, family would be, you know, organizing. So let's just say you're a stay-at-home mom. Stay-at-home mom is like the 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 matriarch of the family. Uh, So if you're getting a reading that you need to spend eight hours on family, we're not saying that that's eight hours that you, dad, kid one, kid two, have to be in the same room together. It's saying eight hours of your day should be spent organizing the house, preparing for family, you know, doing things surrounding the established foundation of family, maybe laundry, 
cleaning the house, prepping dinner, um, uh, going to watch kids sporting games, whatever it is. Right. And so, so we're not getting super specific and you can do more muscle testing or dowsing to see, um, exactly how kind of that lays out if, if it's, if you want to be more specific. Um, so for me, one of the things that I, I've been experiencing once I left and, and pursued this entrepreneurial, um, passion purpose project of, of working with kids. I also took on a few other, um, entrepreneurial, um, items. And so with that, I, they say only an entrepreneur will quit a 40 hour a week job to start an 80 hour a week self, (laughs) self, uh, uh, employed job, right? So exactly what I did. I left a 40 hour a week and I'm doing like a hundred hours a week on, on everything I can. And that is not serving my highest good. And so I need to go back. And what I've started doing over the past week is I douse every day. I ask what is in divine resonance or what's going to keep me hundred percent aligned to my divine order. And then I find out exactly where my time needs to be spent. And so if it says self-practice, I go meditate and I stress it for about 30 seconds and I go, oh my God, I need to finish my book. My publisher needs my book by the end of October. Oh my God. And I go, okay, I'll go meditate for 30 minutes. And so these are the things that we need to start getting back in resonance with ourselves. We need to start remembering what it feels like to listen to the internal instincts be guided by that internal barometer, be 100% connected to that internal guidance system. Once we have that, we can make choices day in and day out in a trusting way. So back to your schedule. Let's say your dowsing or your muscle testing says there's eight things, eight, eight priorities for you on a daily basis over the, and find out, am I doing this for a week? Am I doing this for two weeks? How long is it going to take me to start to get back in resonance with my most authentic uh, divinity, with my divine order, with my centering point, with whatever you use that word, with my high self, whatever word you want to put here. Um, And so if there's eight things, then it's okay. How much now on a 24 hour cycle, how much how many hours am I supposed to sleep on a 24 hour cycle? Eight hours. Okay, great. There's eight hours out of that 24 hour cycle. Okay. Now we've got seven more things. Okay. You're supposed to meditate. How long do you need to meditate each day for you to be in divine alignment? And remember meditation can be a bath. Meditation can be a shower where you're just tapping into your body and releasing anything that's not serving your greatest good. Meditation can be closed eyes. Meditation can be taking a walk, right? So 15 minutes. Great. Okay. What's the the third thing, uh, family, great. One-on-one relationships, great. Uh, uh, community maybe is in there, not in mine. <laughs> and uh, business, so how much time should you be spending? Maybe social media is one of yours. Maybe that's one of the things that, and trust, whatever comes through. If you've gotten five things and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what these other three things are even going to be, trust, be like, ask yourself, pose the question to your mental center, say, okay, well, what could the next aspect be? And then boom, something might come through. Or maybe you set that schedule aside for a while, go engage with your environment. And then boom, out of the blue download comes through and it's, oh, you need to, you need to work out yoga. Maybe you need to get back into yoga. Okay. How many hours a day am I spending doing yoga? Right? So, or maybe it's cooking for yourself. Maybe it's, it's going out and into nature, right? So there's so many different things that are going to help you get in alignment with your authentic self 
And so the only thing I warn you is um, when we set schedules, humans love control. And so just know that when you set schedules, um, that (laughs) anytime you set a routine or a schedule, it's basically meant to be broken, right? So um, use this as a gauge. This is not the end all be all. This is helping you to see clearly where you should be putting your awareness, time, and attention. Um, daily, it will shift. If you decide, okay, I'm going to get up every morning at 6 a.m. and I'm going to do my meditation. If one morning you sleep past 6 a.m., don't let that throw your whole day because if you regiment the schedule and dictate when it's all supposed to happen, it's probably not going to align perfectly. So in that, if You have to have fluidity. You have to have flexibility. You have to allow for things to shift because, again, remember, in this exercise, you are trying to learn and be more aware um, about what's running through you and how it's expressing into your environment. And so if you are too rigid with a schedule because it said two hours for yoga and you plan that at 6 a.m. and you slept past and it's like, oh, now I have to do it you know, and you're getting super freaked out that you have to do it, this is what's going to break you. This is just going back into a pattern. There's reason for everything and be fluid, allow things to flow. And then understand that if maybe I missed an hour of that yoga that day that I said I was going to do where I felt I was supposed to be doing, see what happens. See how that day interacted. Did you, were you able to flow? Did things like really connect at a quicker speed? Maybe everything aligned a lot quicker to you that day and you didn't need the hours dedicated to each activity. Maybe everything happened in half the time that day. So trust, this is where we're getting in touch with ourselves. This is where we're starting to trust in our own internal bronze again and this is where we start to um, create that that process that we can move forward with so interesting I'm just gonna leave you because I've been putting together all of these online courses and um, and I did just create one that's really intensive and it's called starting trust starting a practice and um, it is a paid for course but um, there is a day of it that I'm offering um, free for like free trial and um and you can go in and even just using that like if it's saying you need to meditate or you need to do some self-work or you need to whatever um maybe it's read a book who knows but um there's some information in there that might be really helpful um even if you you know you don't have to do the full course it's actually not even done yet even though i have it up online i'm still adding there's like 10 things i have to add into it um so it's just a really good place to go in and kind of get a it's a day it's a seven seven day process and so it gives you morning and night you know activities meditations and morning meditations night meditations so it's a really great way to just kind of start getting into a routine there's that word again all right everybody i've gone over have a wonderful weekend enjoy whatever kind of fall weather you're having um i hope you get outside take take a break take a conscious moment to just deeply breathe and connect with that self and i really hope that everybody starts to create the schedule because november's right around the corner with light and love everybody the wellness hour with genesee on karma radio every friday at 11 a.m
This is Matt Lynch for Judge of the Court of Appeals, and I'm a Christian conservative Republican. Matt Lynch is also endorsed by Ohio Values Voters, Right to Life Action Coalition of Ohio, and the Ohio Citizens PAC. Qualified judges protect our families and keep criminals off our streets. I have 30 years of legal experience, and as a member of the Ohio House, I helped write the laws. As judge, I will uphold the law and our Constitution. Vote for Matt Lynch for judge. Paid for by Matt Lynch for judge. Blackboard Armory and Coatings in Garrettsville, Ohio. Let's talk firearms, ammunition, and suppressors. In addition to new and used guns and a good stock of ammo, Blackboard Armory and Coatings carry suppressors. Stop in and see brands such as Texas Silencer Company, Gym Tech, Silencer Co., ACC, and Sig Sauer Silencers. Hours are 9 to 2 Thursday, 9 to 7 Friday, 9 to 5 Saturday, Sunday and Monday, 9 to 2. Closed on Tuesday and Wednesday. Carmel Radio.